Last week, State Senator Tony Atkins announced funding for several projects in San Diego. They include $9 million for Balboa Park and $21 million for a railroad crossing that has become much more expensive over time. Let's dive into why that cost has ballooned. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Jennifer Van Grove, you cover growth and development for the Union-Tribune, and Tony Atkins, she announced a multi-million dollar plan for a variety of projects in San Diego. Let's start with the one downtown. What's exactly happening near Petco Park? Well, it's it's this plan to create a rail crossing um, at Park Boulevard and Harbor Drive. And if, you know, people who remember downtown uh, 20 years ago, there was a rail crossing about 70 feet away, and it was then called 8th Avenue, right? Uh-huh. Um, but because of the ballpark construction, things had to be realigned. That rail crossing was closed. And always, like, the plan that voters approved for the for the ballpark district included this at-grade cro- crossing at the new Park Boulevard. That, that was 1998. Mm-hmm. Here we are in 2019. Uh, it doesn't exist yet. And it's the reasons are very complicated. However, the most recent reason has to do with financing. And so Tony Atkins um, announced on Friday um, in a relatively muted announcement. Mm -hmm. Um, For some reason, this was a little buried, but I found it very interesting that um, the state was going to allocate $21 million for this project, which has escalated in project costs to $23 million. Yeah, how the heck does a rail crossing cost upwards of $20 million? Because, like, all in all, that's what, like, 100 feet you need to pave over right <laughs> you know i wish i wish i knew the answer the exact square footage but, but anyway, I, here, let me let me try to explain as best as i can so civic san diego which is the successor agency to the redevelopment agency which was in charge is very complex anyways daniel k he's the principal engineer of their public works team he sent me the breakdown because i asked for it because readers are like 23 million dollars are you freaking kidding me um okay so um, previously spent encumbered money, $1.5 million. Linear park modifications, and that is, you know, taking down fences, removing mm-hmm. some of the benches there. That's $0.4 million. Um, and that's out to bid now, so that would likely get underway by the end of the year. Then the rail modifications for MTS and BNSF, which is the high, um, the, the freight railroad network, yeah. That is uh, $7.5 million and $6.2 million, respectively. So those that's the bulk of your cost. Then you have other roadway improvements, um, signals, yada, yada, yada. That's $1.5 million. You have soft costs, which is your staff time. That's $4.5 million. And then you have this like extra bubble of like, okay, if things go over, yada, 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 that's $1.4 million. So that all adds up to... $23 million. So they have to like take out the tracks, put the concrete down, then put the tracks back? Or like, how does this work? Because I don't know. I just know that it's very, very, very expensive. And actually, the way that and it makes sense because it is crossing two different kinds of rail lines well, in a very small space. The problem is, is you have all these different stakeholders. So you have MTS, you have BNSF, you have the Port of San Diego, which is responsible for the land on both sides, mm-hmm. or there's or some of the lands, anyways. Then you have the city, then you have the Padres, which are also a party to a contract. I feel it. Oh, and of course, you have the California Public Utilities Commission, which governs the at-grade crossing because it's it's a railroad. public utility. 
All right, so I guess that's how you get a twenty million dollar crossing. Twenty three million dollars, rounding down and being nice. And what's super interesting is when you know this effort started in nineteen ninety eight, and some of the costs were, you know, mapped out. I think in two thousand three, two thousand four, the idea was to put together a or do a pedestrian bridge, which we have now. Mm-hmm. That happened, um, and at grade vehicle crossing to do that all for ten million dollars, both projects, and that we know. That the pedestrian bridge was completed in 2011 at a cost of $26.8 million. So that alone mm-hmm. was not with that $10 million budget. So It is a really nice bridge, though. You know, it depends um, on who you ask. Yeah. I think it's a lovely bridge, but I, you know, I get some emails from readers that are like, it's a hideous bridge and the elevators are disgusting. So it depends oh, well. on who you ask. And in addition to this uh, project, there's also plans for improvements in Balboa Park. Why don't you explain what those are? Well, that's another really interesting political development. So the state is allocating um, $8.26 million to restore the botanical building. The botanical building is in a state of disrepair. There's there's a lot of termite damage, general aging. There hasn't been any sort of real substantial maintenance done on that building. Um, in fact, there hasn't been substantial maintenance done on most of the buildings in the park. And that's a, a controversial matter that, that is bigger than this particular issue, but the state is going to put $8.26 million to complete that project. I believe the project is is slightly more expensive, closer to $11 million. So Mm -hmm. the Balboa Park Conservancy, which is the nonprofit in the park that's responsible for for, um, coming up with um, philanthropy dollars to finish the project, they're, they're on the hook for the rest of that money. And then the state is also giving small amount, $400,000, to um, finish the work on the um, international cottages. Mm-hmm. So zooming out a little bit, why is the state allowing us to have all this money all at once? It seems like a, a big well, thing. I, so I, in my story on the Balboa Park money, I, I called it a gift. And mm-hmm. one reader um, said it's not a gift. It's taxpayer funds. And, and yes, that's true. But the reason that we're in this situation is because the reason that we're in this situation is because the California legislator, they just um, passed the, the budget and it's now with the governor. Um, and that budget includes a $21.5 billion surplus. And so um, a lot of money is being put in reserve, but then there's also money that can go to, you know, some of the municipalities. And Tony Atkins, who represents San Diego, you know, she's one of the Senate leaders. And, and she has a lot of people lobbying her to put money into their projects. And, you know, these are some of the decisions that she made based on priority levels here. And and with the rail crossing in particular, that is actually a state agency mandated thing to do because mm-hmm. the California, um, the CPUC had, has has ordered the project to be done. That's why it has to be done. Um, and what happened in May is so Civic San Diego, as the su- successor agency, they were denied a request from the Department of Finance mm-hmm. to use former redevelopment bond proceeds to pay for the project. So they had already outlined um, a plan to spend, you know, how to finance this project. And that that effort was basically, you know, no, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. It's it's not a, according to the Depo- Department of Finance, an enforceable obligation. And so they were kind of at ground, ground zero for about $21 million of, uh, of cost. So. 
And also in our previous conversations, not on this topic, but on development in general, there seems to be a sense in the development community that because the economy is strong, there's a need to spend stuff now just in case a downturn could happen. Is there kind of the same sense when it comes to the government as well? Or is it just, we had this surplus, let's use it? Well, I can't speak to that. I do know that um, when I was talking to Tony on Friday, she said that, okay, we we have a very... Um, we have a good reserve account, right? Mm-hmm. And so now is the time to kind of use this money that we haven't had in the past. Like it's not often that the state can hand out these these one-time, not gifts, allocations. Yeah. Um, and so she felt like with this money, you know, the state could still be responsible, have money in the reserves for, you know, for a rainy day. But also go back to the cities and and give them money for critical infrastructure needs. Like how how often is the state going to be able to do this? And and so that's kind of where at least she was coming from on this. Both projects are not necessarily a given, mm-hmm. right? We're several years out. So the rail crossing project is, uh, like I said, the the first part is out to bid now. That's that's actually the smallest portion. Um, but the city hopes to start construction uh, the end of this year with completion, hopefully by the end of 2022. The Balboa Park Conservancy timeline for the Botanical Garden um, and Building Restoration, that is about two years total. All right. Jennifer Van Grove, thank you so much. Thank you. In other news, San Diego Congresswoman Susan Davis has signed on to the Green New Deal following months of protests from environmental groups. Three different San Diego activist groups have been pressuring the congresswoman since February. The Green New Deal would put in place new regulations set to reduce the amount of greenhouse gases that are emitted. The proposal has been divisive, with younger, more liberal Democrats pushing hard for it, while older, more moderate Democrats downplaying its significance. One of the groups, San Diego 350, plans on targeting Representative Scott Peters next. Thanks for listening to the San Diego News Fix, which goes live weekdays at 5 p.m. Try some of our other podcasts, too. Our ideas and opinion team hosts The Conversation, which features interviews with newsmakers and experts about San Diego news and issues. Our sports department hosts Hot Lava about all things Padres. To see all of our audio offerings, go to uniontrib.com slash podcasts. Until next time.